This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! <laughs> My beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 309, and tonight we're kicking off Women in Horror Month with a look at a little film called Last Girl Standing. And in order to do that properly, I'm being joined by first time guests Chris Moore and Kevin Jones, otherwise known as the homos on Haunted Hill. Yay! But before we do, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh, and since 2010, I've been your guide to the weird and wonderful world of horror movies. But there's a catch. You're going to have to see them. They're my very, very gay little eyes. I'm Phyllis Diller now. That's a new one. That's a new one to come out of my mouth. Okay, before we go any further, I have to explain a few things. This episode is late. It was supposed to be out, what, coming up on two weeks ago now. And I need to tell you what's been going on because it's been rough here. You you guys know for a bit that January was horrible for me. It started with the death of my friend Steven. Uh, My acting mentor died. Uh, Allison and Brian's cat died, which oddly enough had a huge effect on me. And on top of it all, on top of it all, I had to battle... My insurance company, New York State government, CVS, and my doctor to get my prescriptions filled after my insurance company decided that they're not going to pay for my HIV meds anymore. And it was a two-week battle, and it was horrible. I mean, horrible. I, I've had this problem before, but never like this. I, had, I wound up having to basically shackle myself to the counter at CVS for hours until and demanding that they give me my pills. Day after day after day after day, standing there crying, there, begging them for these pills that are going to keep me alive before I finally got them. And I don't know if I'm going to have to go do this again in a couple of weeks when it's time to renew the prescription, you know, to refill the prescription. And this all kind of culminated in this overwhelming sense of dread and guilt that has been sitting with me for weeks now. And it's been crippling. Oddly enough, I have tried to do Last Girl Standing on this show twice before, and both times I had to scrap the recordings because for some reason, this problem where I'm fighting this boogeyman from my past, literally my HIV disease is all of a sudden threatening to take over my life again and making me feel like less of a person has happened around these times. And the film itself is about battling this old boogeyman and worrying that it's coming back and taking over and rings all these horrible bells inside. And once again, here I am in the same position. So I want to thank Chris and Kevin from the Homos on Haunted Hill podcast. I warned them in advance. I said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I'm on the verge of a breakdown. I might start crying at any moment. I don't know how this section is going to go. It's going to get crazy. And just please bear with me. And we got through it. And I would not have gotten through it without their support. Is it the the section I wanted it to be? No. Is it good? Yes. 
Do I want to share it with you? Absolutely. I'm also leaving in the difficulty I had. I had this impulse to just, you know, skim it all out and make it all bright and shiny, but I think it's important that you hear where I am and what this film brings out in me because I think it's a powerful film and it's a powerful time and there's a reason I keep bringing it up at this time, even if it's subconscious. The only caveat I have about the episode is that we didn't really talk about the movie itself. We didn't talk about the plot as much as I would have liked. So if you have not seen Last Girl Standing, it is streaming right now for free on Amazon Prime. Stop what you're doing right now and go watch it because we're going to have to spoil it. It's just the way the movie is. You can't talk about it without talking about how everything ends up. And there's going to be a certain amount. There'll be something to be able to see it. I would like for you to be able to see it without that input and then come join the conversation. So if you have Amazon Prime, please take advantage of it. And if not, sit back, relax, and enjoy Last Girl Standing. Hang on to your hats. It's going to be a rough ride. Let's take a listen to the trailer. And thank you all for your patience during this time. Where are the others? We have to find them. No, we need to find help. What about Walt and Lizzie and... Walt didn't make it. I remember hearing about this in high school. You're the one that survived. (laughs) You killed him. You saved lives. Just not my friends. If it wasn't for you, more people would have died. Nick, Maylin, you're all in danger because of me. Cameron, is that you? What the f- No! No, I won't let it happen again! You gotta tell us what's going on. I know he's coming for you. So he's come back to life. I wanted to save them this time. You can't do this. Yes, I can. This is closure. I'm done running. I don't care how many times I have to kill you. So before we kick off Women in Horror Month in February, we're doing a little, you know, kind of sneaky little slide into it with a little movie that I have been trying to talk about for at least two other sessions. Two other sets of guests have come and gone, and I said, nope, can't use any of that. It's too bad, because this movie gets to me. And in order to bring it to you properly and do it justice, I had to bring two very special guests on. These guys, well, I don't know if you've seen what they've done, over at Haunted Hill, they have turned that place from a dump into just a divine palace of splendor. And it's kind of like Cheers, everybody knows your name, but they also talk shit about you. But in a cute way, you know them, you love them. They are the hosts of the Homos on Haunted Hill podcast. And if you think that you're going to be able to drink either one of them under the table at a bottomless mimosa brunch, well, I guarantee you this, they're going to be the last girl standings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my GNCs, wherever you may be, please welcome to the Scream Queens podcast for the very first time, Mr. Chris Moore and Kia 
Kevin Jones. Yay! 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 Hello! I'm so, so happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I am so happy you finally said something. <laughs> yes, yes. We were holding for the applause. We were just going to hold. Oh, it was riotous. It was particularly I've riotous. I've been told to just hold yeah. when there's a. <laughs> I mean, after applause. after inauguration day, where I, I was just like clenched the whole. Right, you know this. <laughs> you know what? I'll let it go because you guys are cute. Yay. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, so um, yeah, so welcome. But if you guys haven't listened to the House on Haunted Hill out there, I find your show delightful. I told you that when I was on, and I meant to tell you something while I was there. On an episode somewhat recently, I think it was Kevin was asking about if you have any like adjectives that you can think of that could describe the show, could you share them with us? They could help with the marketing. Totally valid point in the podcasting journey. I have one for you. It's a whole concept, as a matter of fact, and I think it shoots your show quite well. You don't have to use it. You don't have to pay me for it, but it's fine. I kind of think of your show, it's like going to brunch. It's warm. It's friendly. You're going to laugh a lot. You might talk about some weird shit, but ultimately, it's a warm, pleasant experience, despite the horrible <laughs> things you're talking about. It's like this wonderful <laughs> brunch experience for the horror set, and I love it. That's the brunch. I like that. That's, that's sweet. Yeah. I support nice. that idea. Yeah. I like that. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so we, we will, we'll be stealing that, yes. Yeah. By, by all means, I just gifted it to you. I am now officially your fairy podfather. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Don't fuck I've it up now. <laughs> we need because a Because unfortunately, boys, we're not on Haunted Hill anymore. We're not at that cute little brunch establishment that you're running anymore. Welcome, boys, to Scream Queens after hours. The lights are off. The doors are locked, and you're welcome to the place where boys become men and men become animals. Ooh. I think I've been there before. I don't know. I, think... <laughs> I thought that was you. Hi. <laughs> it was dark. It was smoky. I was like, I don't know. I recognize the top of your head. <laughs> well, the setup is I don't great. Know where the piano I'm going and the front. Yeah. I'm just saying, the movie that we have chosen is a little movie called Last Girl Standing, and it brings up some dark shit for me, so we might be going to dark places today. And um, that's just the way it's going to be. But uh, before we go any further, as you boys know, we have a little tradition here at Scream Queen's headquarters. I need one of you to give me a nice, tight, 30-second, back-of-the-DVD plot summary of Last Girl Standing, and I think I'm going to make... Kevin, do it, and please do it in the form of a Gilbert and Sullivan Patterson <laughs> clock starts now. <laughs> oh, God. Or you can just I'm do it the prepared. regular way. The, cl the <laughs> clock starts again now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is just a short little summary, face. right? Look at his face. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure. <laughs> oh, no. What? Well, it's just, just a couple of rhyming couplets, Ken. Come on, just on this break. <laughs> Anybody can do it. <laughs> well, I once was a man. I can't. I can't. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. If anybody did that, I would drop dead on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, blah, 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 blah. 
<laughs> I would drop that on the spot. No, Kevin, please. Oh, in in your own words. And well, you, you know, much, you can take as much time as you want, as long as it's under thirty seconds. But please, tell me about last girl. Last girl standing. The clock starts now. I mean, there's Cameron, right? She is just this vibrant young woman. At least it, it appears when you first meet her. And uh, she survives this attack by this homicidal killer who's wearing a deer mask. And why is he wearing a deer mask? Well, don't ask questions. We'll find out. Maybe. Maybe we won't. And, uh, you know, uh, this guy has killed all of her friends. And it is now four years later. And she is dealing with a lot of post-traumatic stress and trying to quiet life. Your time is up, (laughs) Kevin. That's about it anyway. That's pretty much the whole movie. (laughs) That's the first 10 seconds of the film. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. This is why this is why we test shows in Boston before we bring them to New York. It's okay. It's fine. It's just a run. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody being patient while Kevin workshops his material. Yeah, you cut my song. Like what the hell? All right, but it's fine. <laughs> Best song in the show. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. You know how it is. The the only star in a Helen Lawson <laughs> vehicle is Helen Lawson. It's true. Kill your darlings. It's fine. Even Get the one that way. she's not in. Okay. I got a man Chris, waiting for me. Chris, Chris, would you please maybe give it a try yourself? Get a little world girl stuff. And don't give me a plot summary. 30 seconds. Sell okay. me. Pitch me so, that script, bitch. Pitch it! A woman who has just survived a brutal massacre that left all of her friends dead tries to reconnect with her old self and discovers that she might be able to make new friends at her job where she works and just starts to believe that maybe the killer is not as dead as she thought and will be coming back for her and her new friends. Or maybe she's just crazy. Or maybe it's Maybelline. Okay, good. Stop it there. You were doing well. Thank you. <laughs> well done. Well done. Up until that point, up until you had Or maybe she's just crazy. I'm like, this sounds like a really boring movie. And she learns how to make friends and everybody lives happily ever after. I'm trying to sell it to middle America, okay? You need to pitch it to the producers. You're in the elevator. You've got 30 seconds, right? People All in right, Walmart, so they want an uplifting story. That's basically the plot of Last Girl Standing. As, as it was advertised in its plotline, it's like, what happens after the horror movie ends? To your final girl. And this is um, surprisingly stark look at, at what this might happen if, if this sort of thing happened in a real scenario. I got two words. Akasha Villalobos. Oh, yes. As Cameron. She's fantastic. Kicking ass and taking names. Mm-hmm. What I like about this, there's many things I like about this, because I saw this at the New York Horror Movie Film Festival. Um, and you know, got to meet the director and his wife and a couple of the stars and was floored at the time. It was great seeing it with the crowd. And one of the things about the whole movie that just works for me is how real everybody feels. Mm-hmm. Nobody feels acting. Oh, dear. Yeah. It's happening again, isn't it? No. Okay. See what just happened there? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. That's how it's been every time. It's uh, I want to talk about this movie, but it, it it it's it gets personal for me. Um It's it's a it's it's a it's a tough one. I, I didn't know what to expect at all 
I was not expecting what the what it act, actually was. I was in very surprised that it it does go there. It goes really <laughs> into some dark places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I was expecting that, but um, I guess there's a. There's, uh, this woman survives this very Friday the 13th like massacre, but in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get to see a little bit of it. I have to say, off right off the top, in the first few minutes of the movie, I thought we were in trouble. One of my pet peeves of horror movies is people who don't know how to play dead. Mm-hmm. Not hard. Just, I don't know if you noticed like, the guy... Like, you're just standing with your arms up. You think, just, just be waiting. No, 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 no muscle tension. Come on, you're dead, dead. Don't look pretty. Die. The girl was the same way. And also, uh, Kevin mentioned his mask, the killer's mask. Yeah. It was. It was. I was like, okay, so he's got this kind of furry thing yeah. going on. He kind of looked cute because yeah. it's like a deer, but it's got bear. Bear ears, yeah. and, he's wearing, and he's wearing a caftan, yeah. which I have yeah. to approve of. You know, if you're going to be slaughtering yeah. people, you need something that allows, like, <laughs> grand gestures of movement. Yeah. <laughs> it does make sense, yeah. Not the most threatening outfit for a slasher killer, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. No, no. And, and striking. Striking but, is, well, there are things mm. about the costume that, really, that I did find disturbing. Yeah. Because it just seems to be it seems to be a mismatch of mismatch of pelts. Yeah. But it's got antlers. Right. But the antlers go they're not up, they're forward. So when he's confronting somebody, the antlers make a cage around their skull. Yeah. So it makes this really this very like intimate moment even more intimate, which is like, oh god, oh 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 no no no. I don't like that at all. Is it me? You guys aren't talking much, so I'm just worried. Oh, I just oh, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you were just see where, where you're describing it, so I, I didn't yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's me. Oh, damn it! No, no, no. <laughs> no, it's fine. This is fine. <laughs> okay, do you know the po- the, mo- the moment that she um? There's so many wonderful moments where where her uh, uh, uh the scars show through. The moment really early on in the movie where she goes to the front door to leave for the day and she just stops for a second. And she tries to, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. like, should I even leave? She's just sort of trying to. Yeah, you just saw like, it was like all that, mm, I got every, all that fear just came yeah. up and I just pushed it back down and now I can go on mm-hmm. with my day. That's what yeah. keeps happening right now. Yeah. Mm. And it's not making for great audio. Oh, fuck it. God damn it. Stuff started. Mm. <laughs> no, we, we are going to get through this. I promise you. We're going to get through this. Because damn it, the third time is the is the charm. So we're gonna do it. You know what? Why don't we do this? I think I need to get it out of the way first. But okay, everybody knows. Like you all know, you've been listening for a long time, and I'm not shy about this. I almost died from HIV uh, complications in 2004, mm-hmm. and I shouldn't be here. Um, I had uh, I was diagnosed with progressive multifocal leukoencephalopathy, which is the it's my party disease. Uh, basically, your brain slowly turns to pudding, and it's progressive, so you don't get better. If you got it, you're gone in a year. Right. Except I wasn't gone in a year, and I'm still here, and still nobody knows why. I'm always waiting for the shoe to drop. Yeah. And that's what this movie brings up. Like I had a doctor just was like, you've only got a year. Nobody lasts more than a year. 
And then when it was more than a year that I survived, it was like, another year. And every now and then the symptoms start to come back. Mm. And every time they start to come back, I'm going, mm, this is it. And it's usually when I'm in a high-stress situation, and this month being what it was, losing a couple of friends, getting sick, the election, uh, the inaugurational stuff, it's starting to get the shakes and the shimmies going, okay, this is the big one. This is where I am right now. And this movie reflects so much of that. Mm. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm pulling the plug. Okay. Not you, it's me. Okay. I'm sorry. No, sure. No, that's fine. Yeah. It's not Whatever fine. you're calm, comfortable with. I mean, that's. I thought yeah, I was. Always around. I really thought I was this time, and I think. Oh, well. It's like you said, it's just a combination of so many factors here at the beginning of the year. Yeah. It's like, uh, man, I mean, I almost pulled the plug earlier today, even. I was like, I don't know. I wasn't feeling well, and I was like, I don't know if I have the brain power for this and i have an autoimmune d- 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 disease that like flares up that as it was being over the past couple of days so i totally understand thank you yeah. um thank yeah. you yeah um thank you that much said i love yeah. this movie i think it's great it's a wonderful film i it's really I, interesting yeah i had heard about it um i think it was playing in festivals around the time one of my first f- films was and I had kind of seen the blurb and I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. And then it was like, I didn't know it actually came out. And so I never saw it until now. <laughs> and and I was really impressed. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's a very sort of low budget, no name cast. And yet it's be- better than pretty much anything I've seen in the past few years that actually has like more of a substantial budget i mean it it actually has something it wants to talk about mm-hmm. and what i kept thinking was this was what i thought the 2018 halloween was going to be because i was like okay jamie lee's back david gore gordon green is is sort of known for doing dr- dramas so i thought it's going to be a study a dramatic study about what happens to someone who goes through this no. It was not we, that we movie. We did that but... already 20 years ago. Now we yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares about Jamie Lee Curtis. Don't hear from Michael. It's like, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. I'm here for the final girl because that's... Uh, it's, it's, I find it empowering to see how someone can survive so much and keep going. I don't want to see someone who survives something like this who is just constantly cannot leave leave the house at all constantly depressed screaming at everybody nobody wants to see that because that is what happens occasionally but you want to know that there's hope and in h2o there was hope she had some problems but she was going to get through it every day was a struggle but she got through it 2018 i was like she just looks like she stays at home all day long and just plays with her guns and cries and drinks wine you know like, this nobody does that. is a QAnon. Yeah, person, exactly. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, this sure. isn't this is not a person I personally would know. I know pe- yeah. people who who have gone through unbelievable stress and trauma, and they still wake up every day, go out, see their friends, do everything that they that they can to not think ab- ab- about this. And this film, 
I would say for the first half, I think is going in some sort of direction where maybe she can get her life back together. And then Mm -hmm. it just slowly progressively gets the last, I I guess, 20 minutes of the film. I was just, my mouth was on the floor. That's when the shoe drops. Oh my God. Patrick, like Like, that's, wow. Yeah. yeah. One of the things and that that's what really me was makes that it when so, I started reading yeah. reviews of it, you know, you know, actual reviews and just online reviews, they were all saying the same thing. Nothing happens for the whole movie, and then it all happens in the last ten minutes, and we all knew it was going to happen anyway. I said that's not the point. That's, it's not a twist. That's not the point. No, it's an inevitable it's a journey. destination. It's, not, it's like Carrie. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's not going to end well, but that's actually what I think. Because otherwise, be the last girl standing! You know. Exclamation point! The musical. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> God. <laughs> As an man. opera, He's maybe an opera. I don't know. Man, yeah. Take me I mean, in your it's... face cage. There have been worse ideas for musicals. I think this one could Question. sing. Maybe. Sure. Why not? <laughs> it's possible. Sure. Why not? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's so much going. They do a lot with not much. Like even like some of the stuff in the yeah. opening scene is great. Like aside yeah. from the dead bodies, they're fine. They're just extras. Whatever. The actual confrontation yeah. is really quite intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah. a little bit that you get because you're literally dropped into the end of another movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what I think is interesting about her is that, yes, she's the survivor girl. She's not a warrior. No. She uh-uh. survives no. by accident. Yeah. Right. And that's part of the guilt. She's like, I didn't. Right. You know, the, the things she keeps saying in the whole movie is like, I couldn't save them. Yeah, but my friends didn't survive. Whenever somebody right. says, but you're okay. You're still here. Like, my friends aren't. Yeah. I get that. Right. I get that coming from an era where everybody I, you know, sure. who mentored me, they're all gone. All of them. Yeah. And it's, you sometimes just go, why me? And then when I was getting, okay, since we brought it up, it's not just that I got sick with this thing. Uh, this thing, like, I was, it was turning my brain to pudding. Like I said, I was in a, I, I was gone for three months. Like I went to bed one night, woke up in the hospital the next day. It was three months later. I thought it was the next morning. God. Uh, but the road to getting from that point to where I am now took a really long time and was just, just go, why am I even bothering? Why mm-hmm. am I bothering? If everybody keeps telling me I'm going to die, why am I going to bother? Why am I getting better if everybody looks at me like that all the time? Mm-hmm. When you run into an old friend who's already come to terms with you not being around anymore and they're like, oh, I'm smiling too big. You're like, you don't want to see me. I make you uncomfortable now. Yeah. I get. I get. I just, yeah. And to see right. this embodied, like this girl, Cameron, is living a life that's not a life. Just mm-hmm. survive. But what is this life? She, she hides. Yeah, she pr- makes herself invisible. She has a job, but she works in the back. She doesn't have to talk to anybody because it's not just makes her uncomfortable. She feels like she's a threat to them somehow. Yeah. It yeah. turns out she is, but... Yeah, that's that's it. it I hadn't because I assumed it would be something more like a um, an H two O type of thing, and I mean it, it kind of does share some DNA with that, but it's it's so grounded. It it like you said, it does feel so real. It's it's not none of these people feel like you know these Hollywood actors. They they do just feel like normal people yeah yeah and it's it's unbelievable that it, it, it just pulls you right amazing. in right 
Yeah. It, it, it bucks the sort of traditional narrative, even because you don't really know anything about this girl. I mean, you get to know a little bit about her, but it's not like you get a ton of exposition at the beginning of the film. It's like, this is who this person right. is. You just kind of, yeah. it's like someone just put a camera, well, like a reality show know. camera down and said, follow her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I'm also thinking it, I brought you guys on for a reason because it was something that you mentioned on your show once by a time about the whole final girl syndrome. And there's some kind of cruel, no, no, no I'm not saying there's some, there's cruelty built into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have this, like, if you look, okay, if you take any, any of them, like, um, uh, let's say Amy Steele. Yeah. Or Jenny Fields. Mm-hmm. She lost, mm, maybe that's not a good one, because those are straight, I mean, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, she lost everybody. Yeah. In one night. Mm-hmm. Her whole life turned upside down. The thing that could never possibly happen just happened. Yeah. And you're supposed to get up and go on with your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Okay. So now we're supposedly got her to a place where she's okay again, and you want her to go through it again? Yeah, yeah. For your True. pleasure? Exactly. And it, why is it always a woman? Yeah. Why don't we yeah. want a man? Like, is that part of it? It's weird. And why, yeah. I, I, I sent the guys an article, because, you know, Scream 5 was coming, and uh, everybody's mm-hmm. got their theories. And I just saw an article that, that supported what I'd seen in a lot of the um, horror chat rooms. They're like Sydney should die now, hmm. and maybe it's because I'm you know I'm on the other side of things. I'm on the artistic side of things. We're going really, yeah. She's danced for your know. pleasure, and they're just going to cast her off. Are you not amused, Emperor? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, that yeah. bugs me. I, I it's don't. It's lazy. Like it. I, it's yeah. sexist. It's because, like you said, nobody is clamoring for like um, Ash from Evil Dead to be killed off at this point. It's just like no, if you did no, that, they would throw out the whole thing. Doesn't anything. Yeah. Ash doesn't lose yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't suffer the way the girls suffer. The men don't yeah. suffer the way the girls suffer. And it's yeah. built yeah. into the system. And it's really kind of creepy when you look at it. Yeah. Well, not yeah. kind of. Yeah. Very creepy. It really is. Th- that's the thing that I just, I guess maybe they're trying to say that the franchise doesn't have danger anymore. So wouldn't it be shocking if we killed off Sydney? But I, I, I think there's a way to make it dangerous without having her because at this oh, point honey, the I fact wrote that, that she's I, back I wrote that I, script already. I'm nervous I wrote I wrote a respect script to somebody who said it in oh yeah first <laughs> yeah uh, the killer it's actually the, the exact opposite the killer doesn't hate Sydney really he loves Sydney mm-hmm. Kitty wa- killer wants to make the people who've gotten rich off of her suffering pay mm. oh see I would see that movie yeah yeah it's all for you Sydney yeah Mm. I oh oh wait damn it why isn't this being made? This would be so, see that would be it a would fresh be on a double twist. feature with my showgirls versus Leprechaun sequel <laughs> in space. <laughs> no, Vegas. They both shot in Vegas 3D? at the same time. How did they not find? That's oh my! I never thought about that. Yep. Like there could be a scene I in like Leprechaun nice Three tits. with tight, just tight, 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 tight. Nomi just walking around like just. <laughs> Oh my god! It's part of a shared universe, the Leprechaun and Showgirls universe. I never knew this was a universe, as the DC Marvel folks would say. They're so you're welcome. They're big fans of that. (laughs) Um, I would see that. Don't make the movie itself. We were saying one of the things I just love is that, particularly the group of friends. Like she, Mm -hmm. a new guy starts working at the dry cleaner where she works, and that's the gateway to. It's one of those things like this is the, this is the turning point. Like this guy is either going to bring her out or bury her. Yeah. 
and it's a little boat. But yeah. he introduces her to her, his friends. And this group, you feel like they're actually – I felt like they've known each mm-hmm. other all their lives. Like they were sitting around yeah. talking, sharing these stupid stories that don't yeah. advance the plot anymore. I'm going, these are the way people tell stories at parties. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody's driving home a plot point. Yeah. Nobody's defining their character. But by not doing that, they're also defining their character. It's this weird – Exactly. Conundrum. Uh, not conundrum, but just fascinating to watch. Just really mm-hmm. elegant. Yeah, we know and this guy makes Reagan statues out of wood. Like that tells me everything I need to know about yeah. this guy. <laughs> it's like I think I like <laughs> this guy. Or just, or just, just, just when you know, because you know, uh, uh, Cameron's the new girl there. So they started talking about some apartment they used to live in, and he leans over and goes, "She goes, Maylin's going to tell the elevator story right about now." Yeah, and Maylin yeah. starts telling the elevator story. <laughs> oh, you mean? Yeah. Oh, David, I bet you never, <laughs> Nick. I bet you never. I told you the story, but he's like, "You mean the story about the time that Nick fell asleep in the elevator, and then some girl came in and she was hitting on over?" And it's like, is that the story you and I, I haven't heard before? That's just how people talk. And you got all the relationships like that. Yeah. Well, that happens. One scene that connects immediately. That's that's the funny guy. That's the jokester. That's the jock. That's the dumb one. No, it was all there, and it was nice. I also love the bitch. I I love my. I love Maylan. I love my Maylan. She was giving me some uh, June June Diane Raphael realness. (laughs) I also love the, the bitch character. She's right. It, I mean, technically, because she's, right. <laughs> she's like, this bitch is creepy, but you're like, oh, give her a chance because we're on her side. But then you have to see it from her perspective. If someone came in and was like, uh, there was a dead animal outside and it's now gone, I would be like, uh, hmm? They're what? really trusting. Oh, sure. Let's and invite her in so yeah. she can spin us in her sleep. Extremely yeah. trusting. <laughs> yeah. and, they, and they assume that the guy just is mostly doing this so he can get with her, which... Maybe it's yeah. true to some degree because later on he does try to get with her, but you know, yeah. well, he does get with her. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so but it's res- it's respectful getting with, like it's all consensual, and <laughs> they seem to be not, having it's a not great the time. First night they've they've you know? developed a relationship. Yeah. She initiates yeah. the whole yeah. thing, and yeah. they have this wonderful jaunt to the artist space, which nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> and she had a makeover. I love her. I love a good makeover. I getting ready montage. Good. One of my I love it. I was like, <laughs> yes. Like. <laughs> Bring it on. All I needed was some fake banana <laughs> ramen. It would have been perfect. Yes. <laughs> perfect. That's um, great, though. It's, yeah. I, I didn't know what to expect in this, and it just kept throwing me for a loop. And then, you know, she does become very close with one of the friends. Damn. And there's yeah, that uh, great another, scene. Another fantastic performance. Yeah, that, that mm-hmm. one scene where, where they connect – they're in the room, and she says, you know, I've been through something like this, and they yeah, have she that found, connection. Uh, um, this girl, Danielle, found the newspaper clippings about mm-hmm. that, that Cameron keeps about the incident. Yeah. And now she's figured it out, and she's like, well, okay. She also – from the time – from the moment they met, you can see there's something with Danielle. She's like, I see something in you that I recognize. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chip on her yeah. shoulder a little bit. Yeah. Immediately. Uh, chip on her shoulder, she's but like, they like, is there something they, wrong? They, yeah. They've both been through some shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Danielle's right. further out on the other her, side. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so she's kind of like, yeah. okay, I'm here. Yeah, okay. Come. Yeah. I've been through this too. Follow me. Mm-hmm. And she does. And it's, it almost works. It's like Carrie. It almost works. Yeah. That's the tragic part is that it's it seems like it's going in this wonderful direction where she's going to find some friends and get acceptance and everything's going to be great. And then 
It's not. It's not. Um, so I love some of the small touches when you when um, whenever Cameron starts to let her guard down around these new friends. And it'll just be for a moment or two. Um, especially if you, if, if, if you, I don't know if you watched it more than once. Did you watch I it more than once? I've, I've I only seen it once. Okay. Yeah. If you ever choose to watch it again, you'll see the, how it all plays out. You go, oh, there, there's, yeah, she just clunked a little step forward. There's another step forward. There's another step forward. It's all there. Mm-hmm. It's all very small. And one of the times, uh, like, the, uh, the, the, she gets attacked by this hunter guy in this dry cleaning establishment that she works in where nobody's around. It happens twice. And everybody mm-hmm. thinks she's crazy. Because, mm, I don't know. The, the, she says it happens, but there's no evidence. The second time it happens, uh, she went to go see Nick about something. He left a little sign on, his, on the register saying, like, going for lunch, you munchies, be back soon. And she smiled oh, yeah. a little bit. And it was the only time yeah. she smiled yeah. in the whole movie. And then she looked down, she saw yeah. a little figuring mm-hmm. things. She let her guard slip yeah. for a second. Yeah, um, yeah. Where was I going with this? I don't remember. Uh, just the little things that you see in the film, you know, as she. Oh, yeah. Or oh, when she's out at the, uh, in that scene that we're talking about where they're just telling stupid stories around the house. And again, she starts to laugh along with them for a second and then just cuts to all them laughing and laughing and laughing. And then she could see like, she's like I remember the last time I was around a bunch of people sitting around laughing like this. Yeah. And they're all dead now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The scene where she's, um, uh, uh, oh. They wake up early in the morning, and, and Danielle makes her tea mm-hmm. while she's getting ready for school. Yeah. And they're just talking in, her, in Danielle's room, and her room is surrounded with dozens of pictures of her friends. It's like this huge extended mural. Not mural, right. but collage. It goes all around yeah. of her friends. And just, they don't mention it or call any attention to it, but you can see Cameron looking at it. Goes, she's literally got friends surrounded by friends. Nobody. Yeah. All of mine are dead. She's got all. <laughs> she's literally got this wall of people protecting her. I got nobody. Right. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. It's a and I love the way that scene is shot because it just looks so nat- natural. Like there's just a little bit of light coming in through the blinds, and it's this isn't a very um, showy film. It's not. No. Uh, you know, stylish and like crazy. It's just very natural. It's it's just it, everything kind of seems like it's sort of natural light in some scenes for the for the most part. You know, and I I love that because I th- I think a lot of people would have tried to make it like a really stylized kind kind of a movie, and this just brings it so down to earth. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that I choice. Think this is what makes it, it takes it out of the movies. It takes that massacre mm-hmm. out of the movies and goes, what would yeah. really happen to Alice Hardy? Right. In that year following. Right. What was that like for yeah. her? And actually, I could see right. Alice on this journey because, you know, what we know of Alice and, and Friday the 13th Part 2, she's not had an easy time. No, yeah. no, no. And that's she's not only like she small. It's, it's not like going into Halloween 5 after Halloween 4 where it's the next year and everybody's acting like nothing happened a year ago. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, oh, that's bugs on, me Rachel. so much. Come on, that's Rachel. Like, why are you coming to the party? Who cares that all of your friends were murdered last year? And they were my friends, too, because we go to the same school. But let's go to the party anyway. I'm Tina. Yeah. Let's have some fun. I'm going to do a dance. That, it's like, that's no. Like my own, like, I, I almost wish he would have made... would be like that. I almost wish he would have made the actual slasher film first so that I could actually... Because you just see a little bit, basically, the end of it. So then I would know more about 
Cameron, and you do get to know her a little bit just by her actions and things, but like we talked about Alice and stuff, I know who Alice is because I've seen the movie, but I haven't seen the movie that Cameron's in, except for the very end, so I'm getting to know her, but it is a very oh, slow yeah. process, and I think that's my only yeah. sort of complaint about this movie. I think that's a conscious choice, and I like it, because yeah. it's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. See, I don't... Like, until, yeah. that mo- until, until, until that moment, until she survived, she was nobody. You survived, now you're somebody. Mm-hmm. you're the final girl you were nobody before now you're the final girl so that's really all we need to know about you yeah just average girl until then does she have family I'm also thinking in the meta process like does she have interests like what does she do with her life I don't know anything about her she likes laundry she likes laundry okay she likes it that's my only really complaint like you know it's like she likes stuff clean yeah Um, one of the things one of the things that was shockingly real for me because I can't believe I saw somebody do it because I used to do this uh, would the thing she would do with the TV? Mm. She would just she just constantly change the channel. She wouldn't stay anything. My whole thing is I can't I couldn't concentrate on anything, but I I would do that until I fell asleep because I need sound. I need other people talking. Otherwise, I'd start thinking. Mm. Sure, right, yeah. And she's also doing okay. I'm in the way the movie, it's presented in the movie. Like she's it's like I, if I start if people stop talking, I'll start thinking. And I also don't want to fall asleep because the second I fall asleep, I'm gonna be right back there again. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't spell any of this out, but it's all right there, and it's just that's yeah. very grounded and real for me. I don't need to know much about her. This is yeah. the important stuff. I need to know what her favorite color is, what her mom did, because I also know when you go through something like this, you do tend to lose people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, people don't deal with you the same way anymore. Uh, like right. my, like it was one of my Ooh. first. When I was getting better, I knew that I was like, I have to get out of this house. And away from my family because they're doing their best, but I will never get better if mm-hmm. I stay here. They're kind of more comfortable with me staying safe. If I go out there, oh, you're in danger now. Right. Oh, those, the bad things are going to get you again. I'm like, no, but I, I can't stay here either. I will die here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And people don't get it. I, like, for instance, after I sur- survived this whole incident and I saw Buffy season six again, I'm like, I get this now. I hated the season before. She's speaking my language. Like, when you feel like you do not belong but- here anymore. And I, I I love that season too, but I, I guess for me, part of the reason I love that is because I've seen who she was before that, and then I've seen who she is during that, and who she becomes after that, whereas this movie, I'm just seeing a snapshot of who this person is after the thing. That's my only, really, observation with that. But, okay. um, Fair enough. You're but I, wrong, do, I totally you... understand what you're saying. Oh, shit. Sure. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Perhaps there like... was a short musical number that opened the thing. Yeah, you know, well, just like a montage of like. <laughs> I was the prom queen and I got an A in science. My mom used to take me to ballet class. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe three seasons of a popular TV show. You know, something, you know, a prequel. Of, you know. Uh, it's interesting, goodness. though. This. This whole film, I, I, the only thing I can think of that kind of comes close is uh, moments of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 sort of have a similar tone where, you know, I'm sorry, I'm Laurie's sorry. I'm been sorry. so... The first 30 you know. seconds where the white horse showed up, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> and out. I understand that. I understand yeah. it. If they had and cut some of that shit out, out <laughs> it would have been better. Well, but there are some gets- scenes in that that made me feel like this movie did yeah. depending which yeah. ending you watch it basically goes to the same place because she that's true that's goes true. crazy at the yeah. end of that movie so that's but, true yeah the difference doesn't have the subtlety that this movie does <laughs> i mean i mean it's a rob zombie movie obviously <laughs> oh. is that a, is that a word you associate with yeah it? 
how Halloween too might have a little too much style sometimes because it's just yeah. so weird. Like what is happening most of the time? But or, or then like, when I it know gets you guys love pretty, uh, uh, not not witches of Eastwick. What am I thinking of? Oh, uh, Lords of Salem. Thank you. That's one of his no. that I respect. There's yeah. a lot that I like about it, except mm-hmm. when like the costume design goes to Party City. This is what hell looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Put, put on a really long white people that are fright, walking around. I'm like, fright, really, fright wig. really, come yeah. on, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was yeah. close by where they were shooting. They were just like, let's <laughs> grab some shit <laughs> with a record because what? Well, yeah, in the 1600s <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. who knows? Like, were all of the witches? Do all witches have to be hideous? Is that is that a requirement? <laughs> Not all witches. Hashtag. Yeah. I'm offended. Uh, I'm sorry. You're too pretty to sit with us. (laughs) (laughs) You can't cast spells with us, Madam Miriam. You You have have 17 fewer breast warts than required to join a club. (laughs) (laughs) We're told your pussy smells like lavender. You can't sit here. (laughs) Lavender. (laughs) We... (laughs) We want to smell terrible. That's their thing. That's their whole thing. <laughs> or so I've been told. I, I, so the Rob Zombie universe would have you believe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very, its own very world. Its own understands world. the Rob Zombie world. <laughs> it look. It it is its own special. I creation. say, come up here with that lavender. I'll fucking hole in that lavender <laughs> seed pot. Zinabenin. <laughs> Bury your mother's corpse and fuck that too. Fuck, cunt, fuck, 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 cunt, fuck. Fuck your ass, suck it. Oh, oh so you've the Mammoth's like, tone it down, tone it down. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of skull fucking. A lot of skull fuckage. I don't like it. Like, Lord. Yeah. I mean, is there any, is there any yeah. skull foreplay at any point? We're just diving right in. How does this work? Just like, how does it work? Just slightly start, you know, so like maybe take, a full take thrust. Take the skull of a movie first or something. I don't yeah. know. Buy, buy a skull a drink I don't know. first. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some cheese sticks. Buy a girl a drink. Come on. Yeah, get some muff, this muff, is a dumb sticks point, for that skull. But it was something yeah. that I enjoyed because it it's one of my personal pet peeves as well. I said, well, before the movie, mm-hmm. uh, who was getting the award that night? It was. It was either John Saxon. Or Sean Cunningham was getting the Lifetime Achievement Award at the, the thing. So we were there for the ceremony. And I was talking with um, Ben Moody, the writer-director, and his wife. And he says to me at one point, he's like, I just want you to, if you have to talk to my wife afterwards, just make sure you see something nice about the newspapers in the opening credits. Said, okay. <laughs> She's like, it's my wife has this pet peeve. She went and she wrote every single one of those newspaper articles because it's a pet peeve of hers when she sees the newspaper in the movie. And clearly, like, this part was written for the movie and everything else was just in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same, actually. Yes. Yeah, That's she wrote amazing. Every article on every page. So, no, I, I, yeah. you know what? Wow. I do hate that. I do hate that. Yeah. The detail. Yeah. Well, because so, so, I noticed so, when hats off to you, I saw the them, I didn't well cringe. So, I. I like that because typically when I see those, I'm like, wait, that part doesn't go with that part. What's going on there? There's a sale of pennies. Those, what? Like, no, that wouldn't be on the front yeah. page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Massacre Survivor. Come see pennies. Yeah. It's like that's not. Have you read a newspaper? It's like Night of the Creeps. Like, what is it? Macbeth next week. After, after, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. At the, at the, the school. Yeah. <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. <sighs> see, th- that proves this was a passion 
project. People cared about this movie. And you see these big budget films and you're like, did anyone care about this movie? This, this, this feels so personal and, and and it just feels like someone, I don't know. There's just something very, somebody had to have gone through something similar. It almost seems for them to really get this. And yeah. what I also find interesting about it is that nobody did anything wrong. Yeah. Nobody did the bad thing that made her turn. Yeah. Or she didn't right. do a bad thing. Nobody did anything wrong. It just didn't yeah. work. You just also yeah. possibly the fact as she says, well when when Danielle, who's fabulous by the way, uh mm-hmm. was saying what happened afterward? She's like, Well, I had twelve weeks of therapy and, and a shit ton of drugs. Yeah. Which is just, Statement about the mental health care in this country. Course, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe if people had, just, oh, sorry, you know, your insurance allotment is up. Gotta go. Bye. Are you cured? Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't make new friends. They won't die this time. It can't happen twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. It's. Uh, of course it can. It happened once. Thing, if it happened you know? once, it can happen. And actually, I know somebody who went yeah. through this, who did survive a massacre like this. Uh, my friend Sean. Who I, I had no idea this happened to. He was. The sole survivor of this gay serial killer, wow. and the story what does play out like a movie, and he and, and I said this explains a lot about you because you were a fuck up. I like you a lot, but you are a mess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got no treatment. He deals with it in his own way, which is really yeah. aggressive, freakish, violent sex. Yeah, hmm. and you know, she tried to run away, and she and the raid. This road to hell is absolutely paved with the best of intentions. Everybody wants the best for everybody yeah. in this movie, and they wind up dead anyhow. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite, not my favorite images, but just uh, most of the action is com- uh, compacted in the last 15 minutes. It just all happens at mm-hmm. once. Right. And yeah. a lot of the complaints was that you never see anything either. Mostly off camera. I didn't bother, it didn't bother me at all. I no, thought it was very no. effective. Mm-mm. But except for this one part, they're at this um, artist space. A friend of theirs, one of the friends is an artist, and he's having a showing next week. So they're at a preview. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Opening, preview, whatever. Yeah, A pre-party party at yeah. the space. And when people are wandering off, you know, Cameron's killing people. And you cut back to the party for a bit, and the two goofy guys who are goofing around the whole movie are just goofing around. Mm-hmm. They're goofing around doing whatever. You know, with the music blaring, and they finally, they say, ha-ha, and they shut off the music, and they keep horsing around for a minute, and then they just casually realize that someone is getting their throat just casually gutted. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It happens like that. You're just One minute you're having a beer, and the next yeah. second everybody's dead. Yeah. Yeah, it takes everyone a second to sort of process what's going on, and that ends up being the death of them. It's an art space. Degree, it could be they... a performance space for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's doing a skit. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. It's They're probably so a little drunk, so it takes a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. so jejun. It's pedantic it's so and jejun. It's a, it's a very she, stark movie. And I, she has that I great moment too at the uh, right before all the killing starts at the where they bring her to the um, cemetery too, and she just breaks down. Mm-hmm. And that's I think yeah. that's where I felt for her the most in this movie. And ultimately, it's probably yeah. it wasn't necessarily what she needed at that moment because I think that ultimately yeah. kind of helped propel things along even further but um danielle was it is that who brought her yeah i thought thought she thought she was helping yeah like they they, daniel takes see the grave she's like listen you don't think this guy's dead you know where he's buried let's go 
Yeah, let's go yeah. do that. Yeah, let's go. But whatever you do, do not bring like a fence post with you during a storm. If it's raining, we're not gonna come because like I saw that movie, it doesn't end well. <laughs> Didn't work for Tom Matthews. It's not no. gonna work for no, you. No, no, okay. the same thing happens. They get there and she's like, okay, I'm leave a moment with the grave. And, but Cameron has this all planned. She's like, okay, I'll be here. I'm on the grave for two seconds and then yeah. I'm gonna get some stuff out of the trunk. Don't look at me. Right. Let me get my gasoline. Let me get my gas and my shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I think no. it really was the best thing. And then you have the get ready no. montage and everything looks great. But I think, and I'm sorry yeah. if this sounds gross, but I, the, to look at it, seeing it a few times now, it just seems that mm. the intimacy was what she couldn't handle. Was Yeah. Mm. As I'm thinking, well, yeah. the last, and I'm not trying to this to be gross, the last time she was penetrated mm-hmm. was that night. Not in a good way. Yeah. Or that uh, the last time she had sex was oh. probably that night with that guy. We saw Kelsey. It's just the. Oh. Yeah. Inter- that's interesting. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Wait. This is. Oh, shit. Wait. Okay. This is. This is pretty good. Because. Okay. When Cameron snaps, she's not crazy, crazy. Yeah. I mean, she is, but she's seeing this hunter killer everywhere. She's seeing her new friends yeah. as, as the him. hunter killer. Yeah. But she's mm-hmm. trying to protect her friends at the same time. It's, she's yeah, like, I can't yeah. keep killing you. You're not going to kill any more of my friends. She's really yeah. thinking she's saving them, and which is making this tragic because right. she can see also that she can see it's not working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really thought it would work this God. time. I thought I could save them all, but she can't stop either. It's really uh, it's yeah. tragic to watch. It the is. It's a wonderful yeah. performance from this woman. Mm-hmm. 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 Akasha Villalobos. Yeah. It's a good name, too. The guy who played Nick was also named Villalobos, so I'm hoping that either they were like, I hope that they were married and not related. I, oh. It's based on how the movie went, but I'm just saying, you know, chances of two Villalobos in one movie, I don't know. Oh. I, yeah, a little two flowers questions. in the attic for me. I don't know. Yeah. That's a whole different reading of the film yeah. now. <laughs> oh my God, we're related. I'll kill everybody. <laughs> now it makes even more sense. <laughs> like. Yeah. And the killer was our father. I'd like what? It, it would be a whole, a, a whole thing. That's the a whole time. That's a di- that's a, di- a different film. <laughs> Carol, Carol Channing Channing. the whole time. <laughs> oh, how she was never like a Mrs. Voorhees type in something like curtains or something. Injustice. You know, yeah, you know what? She kind <laughs> Carol of Carol Channing and curtains. Everything. Like, just in every movie she's in, I'm like, what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is crazy. <laughs> what is she doing? I've seen Skidoo. Have you seen Skidoo? And when she takes LSD and she's running Skidoo. around in a Napoleon outfit, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Boop, 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 baby. Like, what no, you're not. Mean? You're frightening. What the, the Alice in Wonderland is terrifying. <laughs> jam tomorrow, jam yesterday. What movie did you think you were making, Carol Channing? Terrifying. So scary. Oh, tell my Carol Channing story. Please do. Oh, yes. I don't think I've ever told this on the show. Oh. My first professional job was a children's theater tour of Wind in the Willows. Yes, I was Mr. Toad. Thank you very much. But (laughs) shitty, shitty company. Shitty. It was one of those companies that like, we're going to book you, whoever books us, and not really look at the distance between anything. Our stage Mm -hmm. manager was always on the phone with them. Okay, look, you book this. You have us in a gig tomorrow. That's 2,000 miles away. It is oh not possible God. for us to drive 2,000 miles wow. in the 12 hours oh. that you have allotted. Oh, my God. Another point. We're playing, in, we're playing in Palm Springs at the Bob Hope Theater. Now, on this particular tour, 
we were constantly crisscrossing with um, Carol Channing's Hello Dolly and, and, and the Cindy Williams death trap, by the way. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't death trap. Cindy it was Cindy Williams, Williams death, death trap. trap. I was like, hello, I'm Cindy Williams. Welcome to death trap. And anyway, not the point right now. But <laughs> when we played the Bob Hope Theater, Hello Dolly was loading in oh. when we were loading out. Wow. And they were loading all of Carol Channing's costumes into the dressing room I was sharing with the incredibly flaming homosexual man who was playing the weasel. Mm. And as a flaming homosexual I, myself, I can say, if this guy was flaming. <laughs> Girl, but... I went to take off my makeup. I came back. Miss Thing had broken into Carol Channing's costume and was wearing the Red Harmonia Gardens dress. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm yelling at him to take it off, and the door opens. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, look at you. Oh, I'm not mad. You look even better than I do. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Shit. Oh, she could have stabbed you to death, and nobody would ever convict her because she's Carol Channing. <laughs> She murdered him, but it was adorable. Oh, that's amazing. And also, I'm that's in my underwear, and I'm like, hi, story. Carol Channing, how are you? <laughs> like, well, hello. A friend of mine was her costumer. God. Two things yeah. I had to say about her, that she had banana boobs. <laughs> They're always popping up. And she would always say your full name every time she said your name, because she didn't say your full name every time, she wouldn't remember it at all. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and those are the little character traits that make her so real, you know? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Wonderful. Oh, my God. Wonderful. How did we I'm get on that track? Carol Channing. Because she's oh, the right. last Dolly st standing for a long time. She was. Yeah. And it's, it, again, it's like all every character is like this in this movie, too, where they has a, just a little something that makes you remember them because you yeah. have to. And I like mm -hmm. the, the guy who is so obsessed with getting his shirt, like, dry clean because who knows why. I mean, because probably he had an affair, right? That's what you get from it. He had a stick on his collar. It's so tail on you. Ew, come on. You don't have it. Come on. You're a horror <laughs> fan. And you, you, I'm sorry. The Huss on Haunted Hill does not have a jukebox that only plays Connie Francis songs at this part. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Get we didn't get our in, inheritance yet from uh, our yet. dead trailer park husband. Or well, when Faruza Ball comes over, we'll have to have that. But yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Faruza, come on, girl. Yeah, come on over. I refuse to come over without the Connie Francis record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she's. I don't know why she was Betty Davis just then. But whatever. <laughs> Faruza, you can be anybody you want to be. Uh, Faruza can. She can do what she wants. Mm -hmm. I mean. Like, just to talk about random characters, I know we're, we're kind of wrapping up, but Hannah, one of the friends, she's kind of this, I'm like, I know this girl, I don't know her, but I'm like, mm -hmm. this really big-hearted, kind of dumb, yeah. hippie, mm -hmm. who doesn't understand boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like they're trying to escape from her at some point, like, let's go hide from her. Because, <laughs> because they want to go make out and she can't read the room. She yeah. I have a friend just like that. I'm with you. Like, no, you can't. You can't come with. We're gonna yeah. go have sex. 
Yeah, it's we like, oh, sounds yeah. like fun. And, yeah. and you're like, no, no, we'll see you later. It's cool. We had fun. Bye. Like, and she doesn't give up. She looks for like 10 minutes. Facial cues, Hannah. Facial oh, you know that girl. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows that girl. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> touches like that that just make it so real and so down to earth. And, and you really want her to become friends with these people and just get some shred of normalcy back. And... When it doesn't work out, it's it's heartbreaking. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And and of course, big, the cycle of violence being what it is, that torch gets passed on. Yeah. There's the no ending. Oh my god. Down. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like this is this is deep. This is getting right. really Yeah. And all you can hope is that Ugh. maybe it'll work out better for her, but it doesn't seem Yeah. Doesn't seem well, because it seems like How she's adjusted How? I know. to her I know. trauma can, a little bit yeah. better, oh, but oh, baby, baby, who knows? Hold on, hold on. Big cat's trying to get on bed. Okay. We're fighting and she keeps shitting on the bed. Oh, I do that sometimes. Yeah. Fortunately, fortunately, I forgot I got this. This is like a free purchase. I mean, like a free gift with purchase from this company. I guess they do farm stuff like Fort Trough, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Perfect. It's not a sex toy company at all. It's a totally farm equipment. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> it's not a rubber sheet. It's just a plastic lining for. Sh <laughs> For from, fun. From it's Total for Landscape. <laughs> yeah. For cats. Uh, yes, for cats. <laughs> it's all for the yes. It's all for the cats. For the yeah. feline friends. If, if Cameron had a cat, this would never <laughs> happen. That's true. She just needed like a, a dog oh, or a cat or oh, a little. Just a wonderful touch. Friendly. When Danielle comes up, like drives her home after yeah. that incident at the bar. I love the incident at the bar. She's like, Cameron like has no fucks left to give. She's like, she thinks she sees him at a bar and just attacks some random guy with a bottle. I'm like, go, it's girl. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want Cameron. I so want. He Cameron probably on my had team. a comment. I don't know. I want Cameron on my team. <laughs> Does he press charges or would he have pressed charges? I yeah. don't know. But oh, it, it's, it's Texas. A, it's a good it's question. Hello in Texas at a bar. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. It's like, well, bang, hello, bang. Missy. How are you doing? Like, <laughs> 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 you little firecracker. How are you doing? <laughs> I think I'm gonna marry her. How'd <laughs> <laughs> you know I like that? Would you stop hitting? Uh, she's hitting me. This is cat. This is cat. She's hitting rude. me. She's hitting me. She's hitting me, little bitch. Aww. Oh God, <laughs> we have an abusive situation here. I have not signed a release to be on camera. Thank you very much. <laughs> Feline Feline trouble. Stitch your clothes yeah. on. Look at my pussy. At <laughs> Feline uh, trouble. Said, <laughs> I got a job on. Stop hitting me! <laughs> that's a, that's that's police evidence now. <laughs> Baby. Oh. What do you want? The boogers. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm starving to death. I'm only forty eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my dog. It's all my like, feed, feed me some more. I'm like, oh, I gave you a whole chicken. Like, uh, bitch, I was worshipped as a god in Egypt. Just want to remember that. <laughs> By the way, fancy feast, neither fancy nor feast. Disgust. No. <laughs> Stop hitting me. No matter what Lauren Bacall once said on the ads, it's not that fancy. Doesn't check out. Didn't she do the ads, right? Wasn't that her? She sure did. I thought it was. She did. I think it was. <laughs> yeah. And that coffee she pushed in the 80s was diarrhea fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it's decaffeinated, though. I've, I love my first cup as much as my 17th cup. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you have so much coffee, Lauren Bacall? Especially if it's not caffeinated. I mean, Christ, what's the yeah. point? You know? Yeah. I don't get it. Lauren. Ridiculous. Lauren. Fucking Lauren Bacall. 
That's the last girl standing right there. (laughs) He was not decaffeinated. He was not. (laughs) (laughs) I gave him hearts, not diamonds. Hot love. I've had enough champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Bean is stalking me again. (laughs) You poor thing. I know. I wish I had those problems. <laughs> Nobody cares you enough. You should be so lucky, Lauren. <laughs> I date the one guy, and the entire cast is heterosexual. What happened? <laughs> Got it at the YMCA. The shame. <laughs> All the other pools in the city. He had to walk into that one. <laughs> Guys, I think we've done as best as we can. Last girl standing. Yeah. Yeah. We got through it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for bearing with us. Yes. No, yeah, thank you. Absolutely. And thanks for bringing this to our to our lives. I don't I don't think I've yeah. ever seen it, so yeah. Oh, this is a great movie. Thank you. Glad you enjoyed it. Um yeah. So before we go, why don't you tell the people what mm-hmm. goes on over at this house that you have that's reportedly on a hill that may or may not be haunted. Oh. And it's filled well, with homos, I hear too. It is <laughs> a, a, a so we've been told. And uh well, the Patreon subscribers, anyway, yes. Yes, the, the Patreon <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> um, yeah, we All just... Uh, we subscribers we are homo. To, uh, this just in. <laughs> well, I think most of ours are, maybe. I don't know if all... I, I don't want to say I all of them, yeah. but I have my yeah. sneaking suspicions. Yeah. Um, but we just like to talk about films that bring us joy, that maybe might not bring joy to the masses all the time, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think it's important to talk talk about movies like this that a lot of people have not heard of that are terrific that people need to watch. And so every week we like to talk about our our favorite underappreciated gems that we like mm-hmm. to bring out into the world. And uh, and we we have themes. We have themes every month just to kind of keep everything into some cohesive whole because, you know, we just like to have I don't know. Just a cohesive whole. <laughs> <laughs> That's my prison name. Uh, <laughs> oh, honey, you got me, honey. You need to see a doctor if you got a case of all cohesive. And uh, uh, and yeah, so we 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 just like to uh, bring some light and positivity to stuff. But sometimes we we can get a, a little, I don't know, saucy. If we oh, need a little to, bit, a but, little bit. Okay, yeah, listeners, you know how it is here. You know how it's always been here. It's been, you know, three parts horror movies. Um, I was about to do bad math. You know, it, it's been a whole lot of horror movies, <laughs> a whole lot of random tangents, and then a whole lot of musical theater songs. If there are any offspring of mine out there in the world, it would be you two. <laughs> They're like mini me. Spewed forth well, from I'm your loins, yes. Because there's, there's two of them, so they encourage each other. So I'm like, they've been on, the show's been on for 45 seconds, and there's been three song references. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some episodes do tend to start off with songs, not intentionally. That that was never our intent. It just it, happens. It just, it's the way we're programmed. It's how we speak. Yeah. Yeah. We have to sing every Everything now and then. Everything is a song, yeah. Or relates to a song, which then becomes a song, which then becomes <laughs> right. a medley, yes, which because, then you know. becomes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I could never really sing. I really couldn't sing. I really do a sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrifying thing. And I think yeah. I think I'm going to say this on the show. I think that was my most calculation with you guys. Yeah. 
Oh, you yeah. said it right there. It's like you talk about movies that bring you joy. Yeah. This is not one of those movies. I have learned my lesson for when I bring you on in the future. <laughs> Get joy out of this movie or I'll kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. I will rip it's that cohesive most, hole um, wide open and it will never cohesive again. <laughs> Kevin Jones, Christopher Moore, thank you so much for joining me. Please tell everybody where they can find you and the homos on Honor Hill. Oh, yes. You know, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at H-O-H-H Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Homos on Haunted Hill, all one word. Uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Homos on Haunted Hill. If you are a cocksucker. <laughs> you heard it here. He With said it. He said it. <laughs> oh, Patreon. I just have to validate. Not just for cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> It's not just for cocksuckers anymore. I think that was Biden's like a slogan, right? When he ran for office. Yes, yes. <laughs> Watch me faggots. <laughs> Liberalism, it's not just for cocksuckers. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, this is what I'm talking about. It turns into brunch. This is the end of brunch. We've all had too many mimosas. No, we just right. learn our way yep. through the end of it. Try to get trying to get enough energy to sign the fucking check and get the hell out of here. <laughs> get an Uber a car a drunk ass home. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for joining me. And uh, let's do this again soon with a movie that brings that sparks joy in your cohesive hole. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Show. And we're out. Thank you. Yeah. I needed Thank that. You. Oh but good. I'm it so It doesn't glad. make a lot of sense. I'll fix it in post, but you know what? Shut up! Well, <laughs> most of ours don't either, right so. <laughs> most of them don't. <laughs> yeah, I just do this when I'm podcasting. I don't know what her problem is. <laughs> you ate. You've been drugged. Aww. What do you want? It's a sweet kitty. You're talking to boys on the internet. You never let me talk to boys <laughs> on the internet. You're always talking to those boys on the internet, and that's why you had to clean your camera off when Kevin <laughs> was sitting here alone before. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was, okay? Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. No. All right. Thank you, boys. Have a great night. It'll be out next month. Not this Monday, the Monday after. It cool. sounds great. Thank you so All much right. for having us on. Bye. Anytime. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
a women in horror type film. Well, no, it wasn't because that was supposed to be our segue. It was supposed to be the segue between January and February. But I figured since it dealt with uh, feminist ideals and also what what we think about women in horror and the final girl and what we actually expect this person to go through for our entertainment, I thought was at least good enough, I guess. See, there I go again. Okay. All right. Women in Horror Month, changing topics. I don't know if you've noticed, but if you've been following me on any of the social media, you will notice that I have been featuring an artist over at Scream Tees, which is the official Scream Tees uh, Scream Queens merchandise store. I picked an artist that whose art, when I looked at, okay, listen, I spent, what, 11 years doing this show, 11 years kind of fine-tuning the Scream Queens aesthetic, which is, you know, a little bit flirty, a little bit trampy, a little bit campy, a little bit freaky, and a whole lot of cats. Spent 11 years fine-tuning that. I looked at the art of Haley Loman, and I went, that's it. She nailed all of it. Haley Loman, she's a designer for Evil Goods, and she has this particular collection called the Femmes of Fright, where she has reimagined all of the great female badasses from horror history and infused them with this wonderful sense of cartoony whimsy but also menace and they're fabulous and I just look at them and said that's Scream Queens in a nutshell that's your women in horror right there it's a whole celebration of women in horror in art form I just ordered a whole I ordered I featured five prints there's um, one of Pamela Vuri's Angela from Night of the Demons Tiffany from Bright Chucky Mary Lou from Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, and a tribute to the ultimate final girl herself, Jamie Lee Curtis, in the Halloween. I've ordered them all as prints. They're all going to go on my wall. But you can get them on T-shirts, you can get them in cups, you can get them on mugs, you can get them anything you want. I'm going to have a link down there in the show notes to the Scream Queens webpage where you can take a look at all of them because they're fabulous. And I know you're going to want them because they're... They, they blew my socks off. If they blew my socks off, which pretty much nailed my body at this point... They're going to blow your socks off, too. So you can either head on over to bit.ly slash merch SQ or check out that link down in the show notes. That will take you to the webpage, and you can peruse them more at your leisure. Before we wrap up, I just want to say thank you to my cohorts in crime. Squadcast. Squadcast provides uh, remote recordings for professional podcasters. If you want quality sound, you know what I need in nonsense. You want to go with Squadcast. And if you want a seven-day free trial... You go to bit.ly slash squad queens. Bit.ly slash squad queens. And my podcast host, Captivate FM. Captivate FM, who makes podcasting so easy, it's almost embarrassing. And plus, they're the only podcasting host that actually cares about you growing your podcast. And if you want a seven day free trial of them, you head over to bit.ly slash Captivate SQ. Bit.ly slash Captivate SQ. So next time, we're officially kicking off Women in Horror Month with the movie that I intended to do for Women in Horror Month, which is a little film called Swallow. And I'm going to be joined by Nicole Davis from Movie Go Round, first-time guest, and independent horror filmmaker that you met back in June, the director and star of Tales of Poe and 
a far cry from home, the incredible Alan Roe Kelly. We're talking about Swallow. And some of you say, hey, that director's a guy. To which I say, hey. Apparently, Carlo, Mir- Carlo Mirabella Davis is gender nonconforming. He's gender fluid. And during the time this movie was shot, he was presenting as a woman. And trans women are female, so women in horror it is. And plus, I think it'll bring up a whole lot of interesting issues for us to talk about. And you see how, wow, I am so uncomfortable doing this show today. But fortunately, it's over. And hopefully next time, I'll be more together now that this hurdle is done. So if you're a new listener and you've enjoyed what you've heard here on Scream Queens, by all means, please subscribe. And if you're a longtime listener, share the show. Spread the love. And if you want to get in touch with the show, you can find me on Facebook. Do a search on Scream Queens where hard gets gay. Join the page, like the page. I'm on Twitter at Scream Queens. I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. And if you go to the website, you can actually leave a voicemail right there on the website. There's a little tab off on the right side, little red tab. Hit the tab, leave a 30-second voicemail, and we can play it on the show. Great fun, great fun. Or if you prefer to do things more old school, you can leave a review of the show on your favorite podcatcher by going to lovethatpodcast.com slash Scream Queens. Yay! Again, Thank you all for bearing with me through all of this. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting me emotionally, those of you who have been mopping this up for me online. And thank you again to my guests, Chris and Kevin from the Homos on Haunted Hill. Please do check them out. They are a delightful show, and you will not regret it. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier place, and never, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Oh, boy, Patrick, that's talk. I'm talking to myself right now. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final reel, baby. Wash your fucking hands, wear a fucking mask, keep your fucking distance, respect the hell out of each other, and never forget for one second that I love you. See you next time. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www. Dot bandcamp.com Bitches! <laughs>